Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Pete Waltz. Along with bringing you updates and critical events happening all around the world, we're always fortunate to have the opportunity to bring our local ELA lawyers into the conversation. These folks are practicing on the ground in jurisdictions all around the world, working daily with their clients to move through challenging times. On the program, we span the globe and receive updates on critical information from ELA members in each region of the world. Today on the program is Ryan Helgeson, Associate Attorney at Better Price in Chicago. Ryan is joining us from his office, and today he's going to be discussing immigration worksite enforcement under the Biden administration. Welcome to the program, Ryan. How are you today? I'm doing very good, Peter, and thank you for having me. Ryan, you know, there's a lot that's gone on in the immigration space over the last several years, and certainly some big changes between Obama to Trump and now to Biden. So a lot of things to talk about in the immigration context. But right off the top, can you define worksite enforcement for us in the immigration context? Absolutely. So when I, when I talk about worksite enforcement in an immigration context, I'm essentially talking about inspections of an employer's physical worksite or inspections of records that the employer is kept by a government agency. For example, the Department of Labor can investigate non-immigrant visa fraud through its Fraud Detection and National Security Division. The FDNS is looking for employer compliance with federal regulations in connection with non-citizen employees that have various non-immigrant visas, such as an H-1B or an L-1 or an E-3. These inspections investigate both record-keeping requirements, as well as ensuring that the situation on the ground, so to speak, matches the information in the visa petition that the employer filed. Worksite enforcement also includes immigrations and customs enforcement actions. Those take the form of Form I-9 audits and may even be searches and raids for unauthorized workers. Finally, schools and universities can be investigated for compliance with federal regulations regarding their international students under the Student Exchange and Visitor Program, SEBP. Okay, so before we start to make predictions about the future, what's the past look like? What was it like under Obama? What was it like under Trump? Give us some details on that. In regards to worksite investigations, FDNS became active in 2010 under President Obama, but enforcement actions were very limited. There were fewer than 100 officers that were taking part in investigations, and over his time in office, they conducted less than 1,000 employer site visits. The volume of Immigration and Customs Enforcement I-9 audits increased steadily throughout Obama's terms, but so-called no-match letters from the Social Security Administration, those were suspended. And the main focus of any I-9 audits that were conducted was the presence of unauthorized workers rather than other technical violations that occurred. Under President Trump, enforcement of all types greatly increased. FDNS now has more than 650 officers and over 40,000 cases have been referred to them for fraud investigations in the last four years. In particular, they've really focused on H-1B visas and the employers of H-1B non-citizens. They've been conducting about 6,500 investigations each year. Finally, I-9 audits increased over 300% to more than 6,000 audits a year 
with all types of violations being targeted for both monetary fines and for criminal actions. So obviously a significant increase when President Trump jumped in there. But what do you think the trend is going to be? Do you think the trend of increasing enforcement will continue under President Biden? I think we can look back to the Obama administration to get a good idea of what things will eventually look like in the coming years, particularly given the overlap in high-level personnel that we are starting to see with Biden's nominations and appointments. In connection with Form I-9 audits, I think those will continue to remain a focus of enforcement, though I expect there might be a slight decrease in overall numbers and then a return to that concentration on seeking violations involving unauthorized workers where the technical violations become less of a focus. Due to the backlog that's been created over the past few years, I expect non-immigrant visa investigations to continue at a relatively high pace under the FDNS. Of course, this is going to be dependent upon COVID-19 and the actual ability of government agents to be able to visit work sites that are up and running. Additionally, given President Biden's stated desires to keep foreign students in the United States, I think random SEVP investigations will decrease though obviously the the need for strict compliance always remains. So let's talk about a recent event, the uh, appointment of Alejandro Mayorkas as the head of the Department of Homeland Security. What impact do you think that'll have on this? The appointment and his confirmation is scheduled for this afternoon, or confirmation hearing is scheduled for this afternoon of Alejandro Mayorkas as Homeland Security Secretary. That's good news for immigration practitioners, for immigrants, and not least for businesses that employ non-citizens. Based upon Mayorkas' experience with the Obama administration, where he was assistant secretary in the DHS, I expect worksite raids to substantially decrease, if not disappear altogether. I also expect the return of so-called safe zones, schools, hospitals, places of worship, They'll no longer have to be concerned about visits from immigration officers looking for their students, patients, or parishioners. Finally, and very importantly, Mr. Mayorkas represents a return to stability and normalcy for the Department of Homeland Security. Businesses can expect a more consistent environment with many policy similarities to the Obama administration. Overall, things are going to be friendlier for businesses applying for visas and there should be far more predictability as the policies become entrenched throughout the system. So for businesses, that's good news, but surely there's going to be some areas of concern within immigration. So what are those areas that you have for businesses under the Biden administration? My number one concern is that sooner rather than later, E-Verify is going to become mandatory for all employers, or at least all employers of a certain size. This would be an administrative burden for lots of employers and could hurt certain industries in their search for workers. I expect that the E-Verify requirement is going to come about as part of the first immigration reform measures that require congressional consent. Though President Biden has repeatedly stated his own desire to improve and expand the E-Verify system, my suspicion is that it will be presented as a compromise offer to Republicans. To an extent, I think this can be likened to back in 1986 when under President Reagan, when granting of amnesty to many non-citizens 
was countered by the passage of the Immigration Reform and Control Act, which of course introduced the Form I-9 to the business world for better or worse. Also, while not a direct concern to business, Biden's plans for doubling the size of immigration court staff and judges is certainly gonna lead to more deportations as the tremendous backlog of cases gets worked through. Those deportations will impact businesses as they likely have employees that are currently holding work authorization while awaiting an immigration court decision. As far as what employers can do to protect themselves from these eventualities, there are three things that come to mind. First, employers should understand that their employee population and and their non-citizen workers and review what their specific needs might be whether it is employment authorization renewal or even potential visa sponsorship. Second, employers, regardless of the situation, should have their Form I-9s audited to make sure they're being compliant and should conduct a thorough review of their record retention policies. Finally, employers should have a response plan in place in the event of a government official visiting their work site. They should know who to call to respond to requests They should understand the need or the lack thereof for a warrant, and they should understand what the government official has the right to request. Taking those three steps will really help employers be ready for any eventualities that occur in regards to worksite enforcement. Well, that's a great recap, Ryan. You know, again, we're going to see lots of changes between the Trump administration and the Biden-Harris administration. So any final thoughts on that transition to a Biden-Harris administration? And what do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Overall, the the distinction between the, the Biden and Trump administration's views on immigration couldn't be more different. Trump's expressed desire of limiting all immigration is compared against Biden's promises to create a more humane and just immigration system. We've already seen a great amount of activity in the immigration world since Biden's inauguration, including policy freezes, proclamations on international travel, not to mention his introduction of the U.S. Citizenship Act of 2021, which proposes a more comprehensive immigration form. But it's going to take political will to make the immigration reform happen and substantial time for many of the changes to affect day-to-day operations as they filter down through the large government bureaucracies that are involved. As always, experienced, skilled immigration counsel will continue to be necessary to navigate a very complicated immigration system and one that is constantly changing, but is still very much dominated by pandemic-related impacts. So while things will improve for businesses on the immigration front, it's not gonna happen overnight and sweeping changes will be difficult. In the end, compliance is as important as it has ever been. Well, Ryan, thanks for that update and we really appreciate it. Stay safe and well out there. Thank you, you too. If you'd like to connect with Ryan Helgeson or any of our lawyers from around the world, please search for them on the ELA website at ela.law. Just go to the big Find a Lawyer widget in the center of the page. There you can also sign up to receive invitations for upcoming webinars, download white papers, get access to on-demand content, or use the ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers. 
from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Pete Waltz. Thanks for listening.